0: You're listening to The Bookkeeper's Podcast, sponsored by Centre by Iris, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. Here are your hosts and founders of the six-figure bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Welcome back to Bookkeeper's Bootcamp. Oh my goodness. How are you, Joe? Are you okay? I'm good. I'm good. I've had something to eat. I've got a drink of water. I'm refreshed. I am ready for this session. Really looking forward to it. Amazing.
1: Oh Well, we're really excited to be joined by Kim Stone this afternoon. Hi, Kim, how are you?
2: Hi, Sony, Hi, Jo. I'm good, thank you. Um, although I have tested positive for COVID this morning, so, although I'm feeling fine, but um, the brain fog is real. So uh, just a little bit nervous that I'm going to remember everything I wanted to kind of talk about and say today, but hopefully it's all good. But, yeah, oh, you're going to be great. <laughs>
1: it's just a friendly chat amongst friends like absolutely there's no pressure we're not gonna ask you anything horrible or scary or difficult so uh, no go with
0: the brain fog it's all good <laughs> we, we have it all the time don't worry it's fine it's fine Kim why don't you tell people that have never met you before obviously you are in our success lounge so some of us know you better than others but do you want to tell us where you're from and like your journey so far when did you start your business and how long you've been going for
2: Yes, yeah, thank you. So I'm Kim Sones. Um, I run a business called Sones Accountancy Services. Um, Firstly, thank you so much for having me on today. Really excited and really honoured to be here. Um, If someone had told me three years ago or even one year ago or six months ago that I'd be speaking um, so kind of publicly, I wouldn't have believed you, You really wouldn't. The transformation in my confidence between then and now is just so unrecognisable. But um, and that's kind of hand in hand down to um getting a dyslexia diagnosis which completely changed my life um you know once you understand more about yourself and your difficulties you can kind of put that in a box and understand actually it's not because i'm stupid that i was led to believe kind of all all of my life up until three years ago um and that really held back my confidence in business it's taken me a long time so i started my business about 11 years ago now. And um, I started off just kind of testing the water, or oh, could I do this? I would really, really love to do it. I passed my AT exams, um, but cannot have like got the ability to do it. I didn't really believe in myself. And so I tested the water and I've got some clients, but I realized that because um, my background is being in working for an employer prior to starting my business and that's very different being in practice and although I got my exams there was a lack of experience in that area so what I did was I reached out to um, some local accountants and I got some freelance work um, for a couple of different accountants over the years and I learned a lot doing that Um, so anybody that is in that position that feels that they lack maybe a bit of experience in practice but would like to run their own practice eventually, I would really recommend um, getting some experience like that. Um, But yeah, so that gave me a little bit of experience, a little bit of confidence, and each kind of step is building a little bit more confidence. But until I got that diagnosis, really, it didn't, you know, that was the life changer. Um, And then that was very close to um, taking on the, the course and finding you guys and the six-figure bookkeeper which has transformed my business and then my confidence as well I've just been able to build and build on my confidence and um, through the time so, what is it I think it's a year and a half and I think it is like you do the course and you find out what you want to do with your business and what direct you decide what direction you want to go in but it takes time to build that out and especially as I'd worked with clients for, I don't know, nine years or so before, and I'd worked in a way that um, suited them really. I was under their control, so I did everything. I worked on their system, the the system that they wanted in the way that they wanted, and um, it was a very personalized service to them. Now, what I decided to do when I met you guys and did the course is there was a much better way to do that. Um, Decide to do it your way and whatever that is, but get your clients on, your processes and systems um, and it just that's really really helped transform the business and also if you're thinking about taking staff on in the old way that would have been a nightmare to train the staff on all those different procedures and processes and systems um, but the new way it's been much easier and I've got a um, he came to us on the kickstart scheme so it's kind of you know a young person Um, brought him on board for the six months during the kickstart scheme and we gave him a full-time contract because he's working out really well and um, with the processes and procedures and I record videos training videos for each kind of process um, still like not there there's masses of work to do but it's definitely definitely work going in the right direction and he's able to do you know a good job now for us with the kind of more basic bookkeeping Um, so yeah it's, it's great it's really working well. Oh my goodness! what an
1: amazing journey and that it sounds like you've kind of got to this crunch point with your dyslexia diagnosis that has sort of brought everything together and just given you the power then to go right okay, I'm just gonna take control now what yeah can you tell Sorry. us like what was the journey to getting that diagnosis because there might be other people here who who like to understand that.
2: Yeah, so I think it's um uh, first of all kind of recognizing uh, the difficulties and then, getting a diagnosis um, and then once you have the diagnosis um, you can then you get a huge report that tells you your difficulties and and the things you're really good at and things you're not that's the that is dyslexia it's looking for those differences in ability things you're really good at and things you struggle with um, and just understanding more about yourself and your abilities and then you can put processes in, in place to help you with the things you struggle with and that that for me is just has helped me build my confidence um, because I know that um, I know what my struggles are and I'm able to deal with them and that kind of frees me to do what I want to do and I think that the journey I've been on I mean it kind of links back to what we're also discussing today which is the niche Um, and I've been able to have the confidence to Reach out to other people in that work for the industry that my niche is in. Um, And this week, I've been on another podcast with somebody. It's called the Landscaper Circle. Um, I've been to a trade show um, for landscapers this week as well. I think that's where I got COVID. Um, But um, I met the uh, owner of Pro Landscaper. He uh, asked me if I'd be on a panel at the next. um, It's called Futurescape. The uh, trade show, but he asked me if I'd be on a panel at a seminar and speak at the next Futurescape, and um, he asked me to do an article on cash flow, and I just met other. It's great, just kind of now got the confidence to get myself out there and start meeting these people in in the industries
0: that going to help me get go further with this oh my goodness Kim I could not love this more everything that we talk about is like you're living it and what's great is that this is like kind of still brand new for you and you're kind of pinching yourself I can tell you're like oh my god is this happening and people asking me to do this like I'm an expert and it's because you're you're in with them and so you and you know what their issues are and you can help them okay so let's roll back before you found your niche before you found your niche um and as i'm assuming that this was the time when you was you had different types of clients and you was using all their different systems and that was quite stressful what happened to and when did you figure out that you had a niche or you wanted a niche so, um,
2: going back to my first ever client, he was a landscape gardener, so he was an old school friend um starting his business as I was starting my business took me on because he heard I was starting my business, and really, he's kind of been my guinea pig with' uh, you know he's still my client today um and we've grown our businesses together over the years now, back then, I was doing his books on spreadsheets, so he's gone from one system to another with me, and eventually now he's on well for a while now, he's been one of my first ones to go into zero because that was my preferred um, software. But yeah, I mean, he was the first one by chance, and then obviously took on other different types of clients. But through referrals of him, um, I was able to take on more Landscape Garden clients. Um, and I think that kind of fast forward to taking on the course, learning from you guys, learning from other expert speakers that you've brought on, talking about the niching. Um, Everything's a bit of a slow burner with me. I have to kind of think about it for a while and take it in and really start to think about it and understand what it means. And, you know, looking for where your uh, niche hang out. That for me for ages, I was like, what What does that even mean? You know, they weren't on LinkedIn. We tried LinkedIn, they weren't there. I, um, Facebook, I didn't really have much luck with Facebook. And then I realized though, um, the landscape gardening clients that I service hang out on Instagram. So, I did, going back to kind of when I took on the course, um, I did take on the advice initially and we got a few landscape clients under our belt, a few more, and then I kind of backed away from it, I got a bit nervous, Um, I don't know why, like going all in, I think somebody had said to me on LinkedIn, "Why, why are you targeting landscape gardeners, maybe that wasn't the right platform, but I think somebody said that to me and I'd gone, okay, no, maybe I shouldn't be um so for a while I backed away and then I decided that they were the right client and that I was going to go all in on this um because actually talking to everybody you're talking to nobody I know it's said loads of times but it's true and um when I went all in and decided on a marketing strategy and it does take time um but you have to be consistent with it and I've kind of I started with a strategy. So we started posting three times a week, um, talking to landscape gardeners. Um, and another thing, I was before I kind of bought paid for you blogs to then post about, but they didn't really get much traction because, again, they're not really talking to anybody. So I learned really from you guys and from reading other blogs how to write a blog myself, just simple blogs, but that um, are discussing the pain points, I suppose, of landscape gardeners. Um, So I write two of those a month, and we do three posts a week. I have somebody do those posts for me. They create just a nice little graphic and um, link it to the the blog. Um, And then it's just adding things in when you can. So for the last few weeks, I've been going live on a Friday in Instagram. And then you just kind of tell people earlier that day that you're going live and what you're talking about. Um, We send an email out to our email list on a Friday now, and I'm trying to... Um, trying to build that list. By at the end of the month, I'm going to do a live webinar to um, landscape gardening clients. Um, I'm going to talk about how to uh, how to calculate your break-even sales figure, which I think is a really important um, figure for them to get. And it's actually the first thing I do with them when we do kind of I call it business progress planning. Because if I say to them when they when we're doing the quotes on going proposal, if I say, "Oh, do you want cash flow? Do you want management accounts?" They don't know what that is. So I call it business progress planning and tell them what it's, that's going to do for them. Um, so the first session, we always do this kind of finding their break-even sales figure. And I thought, this is from doing it for a few clients, but actually, this really, really helps them. So I'm going to put it out there on a webinar. And I think that when people are thinking about, um, you know, speaking publicly and then they're talking to their niche, it's, it's working out um a really strong kind of like um pitch I suppose and um from understanding their pain points through the experiences that you're having with current
0: clients I'm in awe are you Zoe
1: yeah I'd like I'm like you've got an email list you're doing a webinar like it's all the it's all the kind of like extra level stuff that you've like got to
0: I I feel really proud yeah
2: you wow. should,
0: Joe. It's, oh. it's all thanks to you guys. No, you do, you're just you're doing. Oh my God, I'm really emotional. You're doing. You came on saying oh, I'm not very confident. I've got brain fog, and you're absolutely smashing this. I'm like, oh my goodness, you're such an inspiration. Oh, Thank everyone's you. saying it as
1: well, Kim. You know, mm. and also like um, who Laura said, I love your confidence. And I guess that you wouldn't have related with like to being a confident person before.
2: Do you feel confident, no. like when you're speaking? I do. Wow. I, I do I do I do now um it's literally like something's flipped, like a switch has been flicked inside me it's like a mindset thing I don't even know I can't pinpoint what happened I think it might have just been going through the obviously the dyslexic diagnosis was a big turning point for me but uh, it wasn't a switch and it's taken all this time of working on the course and listening to people um you know other experts um build up but now i've started to do it um yeah like what's? i think it's going back to what ashley talks about the um kind of fight flight off fight or flight um and what's the worst that's going to happen if i'm speaking to you guys um you know it's you know my family are okay you know everybody's okay It's 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 fine.
1: And it's like maybe like that clarity and being able to own that space of the like bookkeeping world. Like people are seeing you as the expert now, you're believing you're the expert, you know what helps them because you're having conversations and you're Mm. like you were saying about the sales figure, and then you're like, Well, this is really helping them. So they must all need this. And Joe says this with the beauty salons as well. Like, once you have lots of clients doing something similar in a similar space you can help them benchmark. You, you've you got such, such a lot more valuable information because you can say, well, actually this person over here is doing something that, have you thought about doing it like this? Like this is working here. So you can be so much more valuable because you've got all of these insights that you don't get if you're working with loads of different businesses doing all sorts of different things.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. Um, and just really understanding what your message is and how you're helping them to have that really kind of well rehearsed. So when I was talking to people at Futurescape, talking to different landscape gardeners, and it's just that knowing what you, the transformation you can help them with. You know, they're going from a place of pain to getting, and it's talked about all the time. And it really takes a lot of understanding, I suppose, experience as well, to understand what people mean when they're talking about, your clients being in a place of pain and then being able to transform them into a place where they are you know happy and confident and
0: i mean so I, there's a question here and i think you'd be able to answer it really well kim because you haven't um you haven't always like you've said you've been on a journey and you haven't always niched um but it do you feel and it sounds like when you're talking your practice that you had before niching and i'm and i'm, I'm assuming you've still got other clients that aren't all landscape gardeners. Yeah, that's right. The biggest yeah. proportion is landscape gardeners, but we do have other clients, yeah. Exactly like me. Um, so um Helen has asked here, you know, how many clients do you have? I worry a single professional industry would leave me with too small a client pool. And I think that is something that lots of people think when you're gonna go down an industry path. But what I'm also hearing is people saying things like, Well, I've sent two over to Kim in two weeks, and I'm assuming I don't know if there's client um recommendations, but people because you're known for who you are. And then someone else, Caroline, said above, oh, she, she saw you noticed in an industry email that went out for landscape gardeners this week as well. Your name was really? in that. Yes. <laughs> wow. So she just said that in the comments. So yes, you you have like a smaller piece of the pie, but you get that whole slice. You're not trying to fight with other people. I mean, even if there was, to be honest, if there was 10 people in this in this community that had landscape gardeners, you're going to talk to some, some, you're going to repel some of them. But I'm sure, did it help actually going to that industry event and being in a room and seeing how many of them that were there? And that's only going to be a small proportion. But did you think, oh, my goodness, there's a lot of people here? Yeah, definitely. And nobody representing bookkeepers or accountants.
2: So actually, I knew um, a coach, he actually found me. So on Instagram, he serves the landscape gardening industry, and he um, only like lives Half an hour down the road so we actually met up for coffee last week and then he was speaking on a panel um and i went to watch um and he kind of pointed out when because obviously when you're talking it's talking about business progress um and they have to talk about numbers when you're talking about business progress you have to talk about the figures and they didn't have anybody from a figures background representing it it's, the coach was the nearest and he kept kind of or a couple of times he pointed out oh and you know the expert accountant in the industry will will tell you and that really helps so it's making those kind of forging those relationships with other people in the industry to help kind of boost you up and you know we do the same for each other I would do the same for him as well um but I think the initial question was how many clients do I have Did, did they somebody asked that so I'm st- still relatively small practice I only got I think about just under 30 clients we are in a bit of a transitional period at the moment so some of the old clients one or two I have had to kind of revoke our services on one recently one of our bigger clients as well so it was quite a big thing to kind of say actually this isn't working for either of us now we've we've moved on and we've changed and I think it's just better that you get another bookkeeper on board and um, that was a big thing um, so it is. we are f- going through um, a, a kind of period of transition at the moment, which is kind of, you know, can be a bit rocky. Um, like Leander was saying, it's that uh, although my turnover has over doubled in the year, in this last year, we're literally about to finish the year this month since kind of doing the programme, um, I'm still also kind of carefully managing like that break-even. And I think I will, like Leander, probably just finish up in a profit this year. Um, but it's, I'm reinvesting to grow. So next year, definitely we will, we will um, grow. And I, I'm on top, tar- well, I hopefully I will be on target to double my turnover again. And then obviously that, um, that will help to kind of bring in the profit. But um, do you think you can charge more because
1: you've got um, a niche because you're like a specialist?
2: Yes, I do. And also, um, a client or a potential client said that to me as well. They're now a client, but when they were a potential client and we were having that conversation, they said that they expected that I would be charging more because I'm a specialist in the area. Um, So that was interesting just to hear that from them. That was a little while ago now. Um, But yeah, Yeah. it's all of that. Like
1: it's the... It's knowing your industry well, like knowing what the challenges are and being ready to give that kind of information and just being able to like be like, oh yeah, well, you need to know about this. It's like uh, someone was talking about grants the other day. Like when you know where to look for stuff, you're just so much more effective in doing what you do and people know that you can go to them. And like these connections you've got with the business coach,
2: Mm. you
1: share an audience. And if they're already looking up to somebody that they trust in their industry, who is like an advisor or, you know, somebody that's known in that space, them knowing you by association helps you to be a more credible person and seen in that way as well. So it's, uh, I've, well, you know, we talk about ideal clients and niching and mm. raising your profile as an expert all the time. And you're so <laughs> doing that. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. And I was just thinking that, and that's kind of the power of having the industry is yes, obviously you've got all these clients with the same pain points and potential problems and systems and stuff that you can help with. But exactly what you said there about that business coach. So if you think about exactly what I've done, like with Pete Scott, Pete Scott services, beauty salon and clinic owners, um, and helps them with sales. And he does that. And I do that. So his audience is my audience and vice versa. So that's why, um, I mean, and obviously his skills are transferable to bookkeepers as well. Like my, my skills are transferable to another industry too. So it's, but he is known and respected in the industry. The other thing is I can learn from him and you can learn from your coach. And when you hear things, I mean, I've just literally come off of a call now with a salon owner. We just gave them an hour's uh, session. She's, at the moment coming out of covid coming off of maternity leave she's got a few things going on and I was able to talk to her and tell her the things about um make, taking massive action and about what Beju said last night about the 11 things and so we've just set up her micro goals we've set up a whatsapp group and she's going to keep herself accountable in the to the micro goals and that's so everything you learn here is and she, she said to me oh my god Jo you should be a business coach." <laughs> So i'm, like, I'm trying <laughs> um but um, it's really funny but she doesn't know that this is what i do because they they see me as doing the finances so oh. it's really really funny so you've got to remember everything you're learning here everything you learn and join his you know if he's got a group the business coach join it and start it because he might say oh i don't know that question but kim's here she'll be able to answer that and if you have a group, get him in and you can. And so you become you all lift each other up with your joint knowledge and you don't. And it's then you don't need to know all the answers because you've got other people around you that can find it for you. And again, that is so valuable to that industry. I mean, it's just so mega exciting. But that's just the start of it for you, Kim, because yeah. Kim not only has been on our six month success program, mm-hmm. she also has joined another course that uh, we run called the, um, the Passive Income what is it called? It's called passive income. It, yes. It's this passive income program. <laughs> um, and um, and this is something that we wanted to set up because um I was setting up something for my salon industry, and and um I said to Zoe, right, if we do like if we write this content and kind of figure out well, how will I do this together? And then we can help other people to do the same. Because yeah, at the moment I'm still very much my team, we're servicing our clients. One to one, really. You know, not all the time. You know, we've got systems and processes and things, and it's not exactly like that. But I, w- I wanted to find a way of servicing more people, but leveraging that knowledge, that all of the, the industry things that we're learning, and those those things that we're mostly really, and and Kim will find when you have a lot of people in the same industry and you're having meetings with them, you say the same thing over and over again, and those things. I think, how can I put that into something so that. I can point people in a direction, and they can learn from me. Passive income builder. That's it. That's so it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. So, so uh, Kim, you recently joined us on the passive income builder, and um, and do you want to talk to us about your journey with that and how you're finding it?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, sorry, just <laughs> have a quick sip of water. Um, yeah. So, um, passive income builder. That's been brilliant and I'm just thinking for where to start with this so I think that the idea obviously from you and um, last year when you were doing it with your salons and I think that's when you started to build out the passive income builder course I didn't have capacity to um kind of take it in last year but I knew I put it on the back of my mind and knew it's something I wanted to do c- because by listening to you and the, your idea and servicing kind of startups in your niche it actually it's the same for my niche they startup landscape gardening businesses probably can't afford the kind of support that I would you know charge for if, if they took on you know all the all the kind of support package and stuff um so and but they still need the help don't they um and I was actually talking to my oldest landscape gardening client, who was also a friend, Matt, and he said he would have paid money for somebody to tell him what he needed to do to start his company. Like it took him so long to work out what it was he needed to do, um, from start finding out if the name's available, you know, forming the company, even the licenses he needed, and start um, opening a bank, All the Different things that you need to do when you start a company. Um, so that got me thinking um, that actually putting a course together like that would really hopefully, you know, benefit uh startup landscape gardeners. So that's that's the idea. Obviously, it's only in its very early stages. I've done the course, which was great, and that's actually that was what started me off with. Um, doing the idea for the webinar because you need to build an audience if you're going to put something out like this out there. So that's what I'm doing. I'm building the, the audience via the webinar, trying to move them to my email lists because, as we know, uh, social media accounts can be closed down. You lose all your contacts. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really exciting only in the early stages. But I think the idea eventually is that it's a small course that they can take and, um, and start up their business and then follow on to kind of a a membership and a community after that that's that's the idea at at the moment anyway (laughs) it's really exciting and i think
1: for anyone watching this who like thinks what what do we mean by passive income what's the point have i got time for it is it really passive all of that stuff um just to explain what we're talking about is a way you can build a recurring revenue into your business without (laughs) you needing to always be delivering like giving your time in exchange for that payment so Kim recording a course that is beneficial to a particular group of clients or would be clients or people who don't have really the money to work with her right now means that there is a way for her to serve them and for them to pay for that without Kim having to go and do one-to-one training sessions or we talk about power hours a lot which might be quite a good offering at that level but actually if there's something you can pre-record and people can pay for it Of course, there's a lot of work up front to understand how to host a course and how you get people on the mailing list and all of that kind of stuff. Um, But once that's done, it can sit there and then that is just recurring revenue. And also the people who go through and watch that programme... Are potential clients like if you if what they learn from you helps them to grow their business they've already built a lot of trust with you they then potentially will reach out they might say I'd like a power hour or can you do my tax return or actually I'm growing and I need more support with my bookkeeping so you've got these people who are already in your world they know you're an expert And uh, they already have warmed up to you because they've spent some time watching videos. So uh, we think it's a great way to support people who are like early on in their journey. And that's why we put the program together. We were like, this is like a no brainer (laughs) to support people um, with doing this. So I'm really excited about this. So you're working with your, your friend, Matt, who is in the industry. So you
2: can deliver something together. Is that right? Yes, it's very much idea stage at the moment. And I kind of, when... I first took out the course, it then spurred me on to start trying to reach out to other people in the industry. I didn't know at that point that I wanted to work with somebody. I didn't want to do it on my own, um, but I didn't know who I wanted to work with. So I have reached out to a few people um, and that's what kind of um, got me together with some of these contacts. So it's actually not only the fact that the course and getting people uh, the clients on board at an early stage that can filter in it's also um you know just doing processes that are gonna be put in place like the foundations for potentially doing the course it's actually aiding my business as well um so it's kind of going hand in hand and um but yeah so it that's that's definitely the idea at the moment. He. Um, I was talking about doing it potentially with somebody else but uh the idea has been put out there that me and Matt get together and do it um but yeah so all kind of idea stage at the moment but yeah very exciting very exciting
0: oh I love this I love this and it's really interesting actually that like we're talking about this and I just want to bring this up that um we we have a friend in the industry called Lisa Johnson who um, next week is running a free challenge to help you kind of figure out what your recurring revenue thing could be. And um, it's something and I did, I did this uh, last year, actually, in lockdown. And then this, this is what started to get me thinking. So I'm actually going to put in the chat box, um, how you can find that um, challenge and sign up for next week. Because I think it's it's I think it's like 20 minutes a day. She does a little thing, and um yeah, Lisa is amazing, and this is a really good starting point. And this is how I kind of started on this: like, what is and she will teach you and tell you what passive income is and all the different ways it can look. So definitely, yes, Zoe has just posted that there. Definitely get signed up for that if you're interested in something. And Lisa's been, she's a friend of Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, she's been on the podcast in the and we would never recommend anything, but she is amazing and uh, we i will definitely be listening along because i always learn little nuggets from her and um yeah it definitely is it's perfect talking about this because i think i mean we are not by any means passive income experts this is something that me and zoe you know we we want to um get for ourselves because why would you not want to leverage your time but at the moment we're creating you know we, we create income with a lot of effort <laughs> and it's something that we work on in we and we can all work on this together and the more of us in it so and um, but kim you are absolutely such an inspiration um and because you are what i love is that everything that like you are literally taking everything on board that we tell you you're so you turn up you take action you implement and i'm like oh my goodness it this is these are the results. And it's just it's it's amazing. And the fact that you've come through, you know, you've had a business for a long time, then you've had your own personal challenges and you've overcome and you just it just shows, isn't it? Like nothing's like success isn't an easy straight line. It's uh there's lots of blips and I mean, even today you're putting yourself out there and you've got COVID. You are literally, you know, but you're still you're still showing up and it's amazing and um. Um, i couldn't be i couldn't be happier to give you this platform and so you can inspire everyone else that's watching because i think you you really have really have today and i'm really looking forward to see and learn more about how this how this maps out i mean we i remember me and zoe talking i mean cuz in the passive income lounge that we have it's uh, it's not very busy at the moment it's quite cuz so sometimes it's just us three in a room and we help you map out what you're going to do and you're just you're doing everything we say. You put it into action. It's amazing because it's one thing to turn up and listen and take notes, but actually to turn it around and say, well, on a Friday I do this. and on a, I'm, I'm absolutely in awe. Love it.
2: Well, I think that's what I love about the course is that, um, like you say, it takes time to implement things. There's so much information in there, and it's absolute gold. Like, it's brilliant. Um, I love it. And you can revisit each bit as you're implementing it it into your business which is what I did so uh, for instance when I took on my first kind of what I call proper full-time full-time employee um, before I hadn't necessarily given them a massively great onboarding but after watching the course and looking at what I should be doing I implemented it and um, when we brought Daniel on board gave him the the onboarding that he deserves and that he, he, you know, that they all should have had, but, um, and it went really smoothly and really well. And I was able to revisit that when it was the right time for my business, which was great. And I've done that all the way through really with each section of the course. It's just been brilliant. Um, I've really enjoyed it. And I think that it will be content that I go back to time and time again, because I don't think that a business is ever a finished article. We're always going to be growing and maybe changing direction and, um, re-looking at things um, and I think the course you know you can go back and, and look and re-watch the videos and yeah I just love it I think it's brilliant.
1: Oh thanks Kim I, I, I'm really pleased you've said that because it's really important to us to, when we were talking about the program last night and for anyone who's thinking about working with us if you want to see what's involved the links are at the bottom of the screen. Um, jo was saying you know like she's joined programs before and then your your access is cut off for a certain amount of time for us it's really important to make sure that you can keep going back to it that's why we give you lifetime access to the content because we want you to be able to revisit it like we we have updated it recently it's all updated for you so you've got access to that because we want to make sure that you can continue to build your business and to know that you're going back and going yeah there was something in the program here that can help me now and you know you do go like of course there's going to be stuff that isn't exactly what you need right now but there'll be other things that you're like yes I'm going to focus on this um but you can go back and use the bits when you need them I love that
2: I think that's really really important uh, and really massive benefit that you've given in lifetime access because a I wasn't rushed I did take my time doing it I probably took over a year um, to finish the course because I just wanted to do it bit by bit. And you know, there's so much going on in, in business, especially if you've been in business a while and you're trying to change it to how you want it. It's almost more difficult than if you just started from scratch and you start it in the right way. Mm. Um, and yeah, to be able to then go back and revisit bits so I don't feel kind of like, oh, I'm going to lose all this, you know, great knowledge and content and stuff um so yeah no it's brilliant thank you
1: oh thank you so much for coming on and talking about your journey and being so honest with us I I know that everyone's really enjoyed this and I just love the support you've had in the chat as well Well,
2: Um, thank you for having me I feel really honoured to have been asked um and having never done anything like this before I just yeah I'm really really honoured and really kind of excited
0: to be here and and share my story so thank you for giving me the, the opportunity I've, and I, I think uh, from what we've seen today, you're going to absolutely smash your first webinar. And the landscape gardeners in the world are very lucky to have you, Kim, because um, oh, I can't you. believe you would think you didn't have confidence. You have absolutely oozed confidence and um, it's it's so lovely to have you. So thank you everyone for joining us now. We have now got a, a bit of a break until 8pm. 8 8pm. 8 We're
1: back at 8. We have um, Chris James who I know a sales guy, Chris, from Instagram, uh, coming on to talk to us. He's um, he's grown his account incredibly quickly. I'm, I hope I'm not misquoting by saying he's got 10,000 followers that he's grown in like two months or something. He'll tell us tonight whether that's true or not. But I know that he's had really rapid growth on his account. He's a sales expert. He's going to come and talk to us about social selling. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to talk sort of go from this point you know we've done we've been on this journey I keep talking about the journey we've had this week but we've been setting goals thinking about our ideal client talking about their pain points Kim's shown how you can become Mm -hmm. the expert for your ideal client when you like understand them know where they are how know how to become part of that network We were talking to Ashley yesterday about like using LinkedIn to raise our profile. Let's talk to Chris about how we can continue to use social media to like start conversations and get people on the phone. Like that's what we want to be doing, isn't it, next? So I'm really excited about this evening. So we are back at eight. Um, If you want to find any details out about the program, about the offers we have available for new members who sign up by Friday, the details are all at the bottom of the screen and we'll put them in the show notes. A lot of you signed up last night and got that amazing social media bundle. So we're really excited to welcome you on up and getting in touch with you all to make sure you've got everything you need. Don't miss out because we have got a new members call next Wednesday and we're really excited to welcome all of our new members into the, into the community. Um, I think that's all. We'll be back at eight. So we'll see you later on. Take care.
0: See you then. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week on the bookkeepers podcast with topical bookkeeping chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.